This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. This is the tailgate. My name is Chris Plank. Man, we got a lot to get to today as it pertains to Oklahoma baseball. But wanted to start with a little bit of breaking news as the Sooner softball team has announced that they are changing the schedule for their Big 12 home opener against Iowa State. In fact, their Big 12 opener, period. The Sooners were originally scheduled to play on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. With the threat of inclement weather, the Sooners will now play only on Friday and Saturday. Here's how the schedule looks. They'll play two games on Friday, beginning at 3.30 with the first pitch, and then the second game will follow up right afterwards, around 6. And then the Sooners will play on Saturday morning at 11 a.m. So to make sure that we avoid and dodge potential storms, Three games in two days now for Oklahoma Sooner softball, 3.30 and 6 o'clock on Friday, and an 11 a.m. first pitch on Saturday. Fans who had tickets to Sunday's game can exchange them for tickets to another home game this season. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call the OU ticket office at 800-456-GO-OU. All games this weekend we'll have for you on the Sooner Radio Network. You can find streaming information at Soonersports.com. And, of course, it will be streamed online at Soonersports.tv. So, big news, big weekend. I mean, just from the perspective of starting Big 12 play, Iowa State has struggled over the last few years, played the Sooners tight in Ames last season. We'll see what they have coming to Norman this weekend. And, again, three games in two days starting tomorrow at 3.30. I'll be on the call. I'm excited. I love what this team is starting to develop into. Speaking of loving what a team is developing into, how about this Sooner baseball squad? And how about the performance in 2017 of one Kyle Mendenhall? And the pitch. Swung on, driven Later. to left, well hit, back on it, Ragusi, warning track against the wall, he reaches, his glove fell off, is it gone? Where's the baseball? It's gone! It's gone! It's a three-run home run for Kyle Mendenhall, and the Sooners are up 3 zip. Mendenhall's average on the season right now is at 287, nearing 300. That was one of his four home runs on the season so far with 16 RBIs and a slugging percentage around 457. Mendenhall has been a pleasant surprise at the plate this season. We caught up with the junior second baseman to just kind of get a feel for how this team feels heading into this huge weekend series against Texas Tech. Kind of give us your perspective on how exciting the start of this season has been with you know, I know it's kind of been a struggle the last few years to get back to the postseason, but you guys got to be feeling pretty good about this start, don't you? Yeah, I mean, this start, you couldn't ask for a much better start. 17-2 um, and two at home is, is just, I mean, pretty awesome, especially for us. Um, and like I said, yeah, it's just unbelievably exciting, and uh, we're all fired up about it. What's clicked for you this year? What's really kind of – you've always had the glove, but it really seems like things are coming easy to you at the plate, Mindy. What's clicked for you? Um, I worked really hard this summer, um, and then I've worked really hard in the fall with Ando, uh, on my approach at the plate. Um, it wasn't really anything mechanical, um, just trying to, just trying to have the right approach in, in certain situations, and, and so far I've been having some success with it. By the way, when he says Ando, you mean Mike Anderson, hitting coach, correct? 
Correct. <laughs> so is it more than if it wasn't anything that you look at from a technical perspective, Kyle, is it, is it fair to say that maybe it was a, a little bit more of a mental approach for you that you changed? Yes, exactly. Um, it's just more getting those ABs. Um, and the more I get, the more I'm just feeling more comfortable with it and, and get more confident. And so, yeah, I definitely think it's more mental. Yeah, it was. it's kind of amazing when you think about it because you lose a guy like Sheldon Noisy, and obviously it's going to leave a void. But could you have even imagined that you guys would be able to have the consistency, power, and be hitting for average like you are in this lineup right now, even with arguably the best hitter onto the Nationals? Um, I mean, Sheldon's a tough one to lose, obviously, but uh, we definitely got the guys, and uh, I mean, we all we all know what we can do. We all have our roles, and uh, it's just trusting that guy to the to the right of you or the left of you, and and I think that's been the biggest thing. How much? has the commitment in the weight room helped this team? I know that before Pete Hughes came in, there's always, there's always going to be that focus on the weight room and that, and that focus on fitness. But it seems as if, Kyle, that there's a little bit of a different commitment than we've seen in years past. How much has the weight program and the weight training helped this team out? Uh, it's helped us out a lot, and I think it comes uh, more from the guys we have in the locker room this year. We have uh, a bunch of guys that just get after it. They know how important that is in the weight room, and um, we push each other, and I think that's the biggest thing. You got guys like Renee and JB um, and Tony who are in there getting after it, and and guys see that and and see that those guys are having success, and so they kind of just put two and two together. And like I said, we just push each other. How what was that feeling like whenever you were able to stake the team on Sunday to a lead over Baylor? I mean, can you? I know it's hard to put into words, and it was early in the game, so we can't talk game-winning play uh, at, at bat, Kyle, but it ended up being the game-winner. So how special of a feeling was that to look back and be able to stake that team to a lead on Sunday that you were able to hold on and get a big win with? Uh, that one was definitely special, and that one is definitely one that I'll remember. Um, just because, uh, like you said, ended up being the difference, and uh, – um, definitely one I won't forget, and it, it was definitely a special moment. Can you even and, – and I know I, I feel like I ask kind of the same question in a roundabout way, but the relationship that you have to have with a guy like Brandon Zaragoza, because him being the everyday shortstop, you being the everyday second baseman, Kyle, you guys have to have a pretty good relationship in order to not only be solid up the middle, to be consistent whenever you turn two. Can you take us through how that relationship developed and how confident you two are? Um. Uh, we're definitely pretty close. Um, Z's a quiet guy, uh, so he worked really, really hard uh, this fall. I did to build a relationship with him, and I mean, all the infielders are super close. And uh, Z, Z and I have a relationship where we kind of know where we're going to be at certain times, and and pretty much expected. I mean, got to run around first. There's no one on that field that wants to turn a double play ball more than more than Z. And uh, so, yeah, just like I said, it's kind of like a, I know where he's going to be. He knows where I'm going to be, and that's pretty much it. How did you end up finding out about and becoming a Sooner from Carlsbad, California? Can you take us through the process of what kind of puts you on the Oklahoma radar and what put them on yours? Uh, I was doing some camps in uh, California. I was up at the Stanford camp, and uh, – Coach Hughes was up there, and that's this is when he was with Virginia Tech, and he saw me there and recruited me, and I committed to him when he was at Virginia Tech, and then uh, he got the opportunity to come here, and I was fortunate enough that 
that he brought me along with him. And uh, now I get to play for the University of Oklahoma. You know, and it kind of speaks then too, Kyle, about your commitment to Pete Hughes, right? I mean, what, what has that relationship meant to you and how much has Pete Hughes meant to your development as a baseball player? His development for me has been huge. Um, he's, he's definitely helped me grow a lot um, on the field as well as off the field. Um, he knows what buttons to push, when to push them. And, uh, I mean, I, I trust him throughout everything and every decision that he makes, especially with me. I know he's doing it for the right reasons, and he's got he's got reasons that uh, I might not be able to see, but I know I just I got to trust him, and it's been working. What's the confidence level like right now in that clubhouse with this team? We're extremely confident, but uh, at the same time, we're taking it day by day, and we have the O and O mentality, and and JB is the one that says it every day. He's kind of the the leader and the captain. Um, when we're breaking the huddle, he's always saying, hey, oh, no, let's get to one and oh today. And, and we're just taking it game by game. And it's it's been working so far. So we're just going to stick with that. I want to go a little bit deeper. And, and I know we don't have a ton of time, Kyle. But when did the love of baseball first kind of trigger in you? When did it first kind of catch you and you realize, hey, this is something I can I can get my education paid for doing or this is something that, you know, I can do beyond just playing in high school. When did that kind of click? Uh, I was playing football and baseball pretty much year round. And, uh, I was always the kid that loved game days and wasn't a big, uh, practice guy. I knew I had to practice and, and get my time in, but I loved the games. And, uh, my dad noticed that at an early age and kept pushing me to play baseball, kept pushing me to play baseball. And then I figured out that I can play four or five games in a week instead of one game on a weekend. And that kind of did it for me. That's kind of a challenge, though, for anybody, right? I mean, game day is a heck of a lot more fun than practice. So I, I would imagine, Mindy, you weren't alone on that front, were you? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but as you've grown, you know, if we could, like, have that message moment, that, that's the key, right? That work that you put in away from the field, that's what really pays off. And, not, and you, you brought it up a lot already and how you've improved. It's that commitment you put in the offseason. And then, Kyle, those reps you get if it's in the cage, if it's in the weight room, if it's out on the practice field, that's what, end up, that's what ends up making all the difference, isn't it? Oh, 100%. I believe that's the, the biggest thing, and especially in the game of baseball, it's all about repetition and getting in the weight room uh, and it's getting in the cages when no one's around or you're grabbing one of your roommates and you two are going down there late at night. And, I mean – biggest thing is the fall we work our butts off in the fall and and it all pays off in the in the spring when you're playing in those games and there's nothing like playing in the game but it doesn't happen unless unless you're in the cages or in the weight room you know we uh we have a twitter account that we use during the radio broadcast and toby has it for baseball i shared with him during softball but i i feel like we're always hearing from one of your family members if it's not an ann it's someone else so can you take us through kyle what that means to have the support of your family like you do? Uh, my family's awesome. I can't ask for, for a better family. Starting from with my parents and brother. They're awesome. They push me each and every day. And uh, they're always, they've always been supporting me. And uh, I mean, I have family members that I've met only a couple times that my parents are always telling me, Hey, they're telling you good job and, <laughs> and they're watching and, I think it's just awesome. There's nothing, nothing more, uh, more important than family, and and it means means a tremendous amount to me. 
I think one of the coolest developments with the fans this year, Kyle, has kind of been the, the, the bring the rowdy in, in right field. Has that been fun to see the way that you've had kind of given the fans an identity? You know, we've always had the yard birds, and they're going to let every umpire have it. But with kind of what's going on out in right field and, and the fans out on the berm, has that been something pretty cool to follow this year and, and to have that kind of support? Oh, it's awesome. We we love when our crowd gets into it and and uh, looking up on that berm and seeing all the, the fans out there and looking up in the stands and seeing all them. And and it really helps us out a lot on the field. And I think Jack Flansburg, I think, is the one that uh, loves it the most, that there's one guy on the team that gets him all fired up when, he's, when he can look out in the berm and, and see all those people out there. What's the key to having success this weekend against Texas Tech? Uh, just play our game. Um, forget about the name on the jersey and the rankings and stuff like that, and and just go play our game. We we line up, I think, pretty well one through nine, and and rotational wise, and I think just the biggest thing is we got to just control what we can control and and go out there and play like we know how we can play. Yeah, and you know, kind of dovetailing off the the bring the rowdy. I mean, to have a crowd, to have a capacity crowd out there. I know. <laughs> I, I know it's going to be nice. I know we're going to battle some potential rain. But, man, can you even begin to put into words what that means to have a, a good crowd out there on your side and supporting you at Mitchell Park? Uh, I mean, there's no way to describe it. When, when we got a big crowd and, and we know that they're behind us, it, it helps us in so many ways that most people don't even realize. It's just, it's just they bring an energy, and it's an energy that stays in our dugout and on our side. And, and Coach Johnson preaches about it all the time, how we can keep the momentum in our dugout. And if we can do that more than they can, then we're going to win a baseball game. So the crowd definitely plays in a factor, a really, really big factor. Um, so it's going to be a fun one this weekend for sure. I know starting 23-5 and five and being 2-1 and one in Big 12, winning your first Big 12 series has a lot to do with this. But, Kyle, it just – it seems like this team is having fun. It seems like you guys are having a blast, even even with the adversity after the uh, a handful of guys not making the flight on the way back from 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 Atlanta and the tough loss to Oklahoma State. It still seems like in everything you guys do, you're having fun. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, easily a fair assessment. I mean, we got we got a group of clowns in the clubhouse, <laughs> and, and they they know how to keep it light. They know how to. They know how to make it fun and make people laugh. And I mean, they're, it's a family atmosphere and, and they, they're a great group of guys to be around every day and couldn't ask for much better than that. Has it, uh, you know, again, final thought and I'll let you run, man. I know you're busy and I appreciate all your time, but in looking at the way things played out, you know, committing to Virginia tech when Pete Hughes was there and ending up at Oklahoma, could you ever have imagined that it's worked out the way that it has for you to be an everyday starter, uh, to be hitting the way that you are, to be making big plays? You know, I mean, to think that you had committed to Vautech and end up at Norman uh, at Oklahoma. I mean, Kyle, could you ever have imagined it would work out like this? I never could imagine that. Never, never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that I would end up in Norman, Oklahoma, um, playing for the University of Oklahoma, wearing that OU, and um, – having the success that we're having this year. I mean, you couldn't write a better script so far and uh, um, extremely fortunate, extremely blessed. And uh, it's just been awesome.
from Carlsbad, California, Kyle Mindenhall. Man, what a story. What a season he's had so far. The Sooners at 23-5 and overall, 2-1 and in Big 12 play. Have a monster weekend. And we need you out there. Tickets are available at Soonersports.com. Uh, no change on the schedule yet. There's a lot of TV ramifications for OU and Tech. But here's when we need you at Mitchell Park. 6.30 on Friday night. That's when the Sooners take on the Red Raiders in Game 1. 2 in the afternoon on Saturday for Game 2. And then a 1 o'clock scheduled start on Sunday for Oklahoma and Texas Tech. And you can go out and root for Kyle Mindenhall and the rest of the Sooners. Well, that's a look at uh, OU baseball and a quick little peek at what's going on with softball this weekend as well, too. Hey, uh, Monday's podcast is going to be cool. We're slated to chat with Lauren Chamberlain. So we're going to talk a lot of softball with Lauren Chamberlain, and she's got her own podcast. So Lauren's coming on on Monday, and Yul Moldauer will be on with this next week as well, too. The standout Sooner gymnast. Boy, what a career and what a, what a career he's already had. What a season he's had as well. We'll talk to Yul on next week's podcast. Until then, enjoy all the great Sooner action, including that big baseball series, the Big 12 opener for the Sooner softball team. Can't wait to see you out at the ballpark. And until then, have a great weekend and Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. 